1: KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The suspect in the deadly string of bombings that terrorized Austin has blown himself up as authorities closed in on him, bringing an end to a three-week manhunt. But police warned Wednesday there might be more bombs still out there. Also on SRNews.com, a spring nor'easter targeted the northeast on Wednesday with strong winds and a foot or more of snow expected in some parts of the region. National Weather Service meteorologist Dan Peterson says the nor'easter will
3: take its time moving through the northeast. We think that the extended area of precipitation and the slow movement is what's going to lead to the heavy snow totals coming out of eastern Pennsylvania across northern New Jersey and New York up to Boston today and tonight.
2: Airlines canceled flights and schools canceled classes ahead of the fourth major storm in three weeks. On Wall Street, the Dow is off 32 points at 24,694. This is SRN
1: News. March is National Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. According to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, because MS causes damage in the central nervous system, nearly any function can be adversely affected. However, the most common symptoms are overwhelming fatigue, visual disturbances, altered sensation and difficulties with mobility. Symptoms of MS are unpredictable and vary in type and severity from one person to another. This wellness spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
4: We are the Twin Cities wellness station. Glad you're tuned into us, whether it's on your radio, on your smartphone via our mobile app on TuneIn or iHeartRadio, or using your smart speaker at home if you've got uh, one of those devices from Amazon, just say Alexa play wellness 1570 like it matters radio is just ahead here your forecast today we'll see partly cloudy skies not a bad day low 40s for a high mostly cloudy 26 tonight then mid 40s tomorrow
5: We all want to lead healthier lives, and Natural Awakenings Magazine helps you do just that. As the greenest and healthiest magazine in the metro, Natural Awakenings brings you the latest information about health and wellness. You'll find articles on healthy homes as well, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in over 300 locations throughout the metro, and it's free. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more.
3: Chop Room in Minneapolis is giving you a $1,800 competition voucher for just $900. What better way to get over the winter slump and get ready for summer dinner parties than getting your cook on competition style at Chop Room? This unique experience allows you to bake your cake and eat it too. It's the most fun you'll have with an apron on, and you'll be surprised with the end results. Mm. Delicious. Plus, you don't need to be Gordon Ramsay. All cooking levels are welcome. The best part is this is one of our half-off deals. For $900, you'll receive a $1,800 voucher to Chop Room in Minneapolis. It includes a private event for up to 20 people in a cooking challenge, complete with all ingredients, tools, and judging. Perfect for team bonding, a bachelorette party, a graduation gift, and family reunions. To take advantage of this deal, call us at 651-405-8800.
5: March is
1: National Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. According to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, because MS causes damage in the central nervous system, nearly any function can be adversely affected. However, the most common symptoms are overwhelming fatigue, visual disturbances, altered sensation, and difficulties with mobility. Symptoms of MS are unpredictable and vary in type and severity from one person to another. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
2: Dot com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to
3: your hair loss at Ineedmorehair.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
7: On Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. Matter of fact, one of my favorite acronyms for fear is false evidence appearing real. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And there's a great song out there uh, by Zach Williams called Fear is a Liar. And it really addresses this. It really addresses this point that Fear is false evidence appearing real That the only power that fear has is the power that we give it So let's listen to a little of this song from Mr. Zach Williams
6: When he told you you're not good enough When he told you you're not right When he told you you're not strong enough To put up a good fight When he told you you're not worth. When he told you you're not loved When he told you you're not beautiful You'll never be enough Fear is a liar you will take your breath Stop you in your step
7: so true, so true. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. You know, I talk a lot about different books I read, and one of my favorite books out there is a a book by Dr. Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. And she says three levels down, uh, fear comes down to a simple concept that I can't handle it. That's what it comes down to. I can't handle it. If you think about fear of rejection, you know, the number one cause for failure in salespeople. That person, if you go down deep, if, you've, if you meta it down deep enough, that person saying, if this person says no to me, I can't handle it. Or in a personal relationship, you know, if I metaphorically expose myself buck naked, I give you everything I got and you're not pleased, it's not enough, uh, it's not good enough, I can't handle that. You know, the fear of public speaking, the number one fear in the world, believe it or not. The number two fear is burning to death by fire. Translated literally, people would rather burn to death by fire than speak in public. But let's think about what is that fear of public speaking. It's not really the fear of opening your mouth in front of people. It's a deeper fear. It's a fear of people realizing you're not that smart or people laughing at you or people not approving of you or people not doing this or not doing that. Matter of fact, uh, there's a list of over 2,000 fears. Fear is everywhere. And so today, I thought we'd pay tribute to uh, Zach Williams' song, uh, and I'd really deal with this thing called fear. Because if you think about it, what a life caddy does, because that's where I am, I'm a life caddy. Uh, If you, you equate it to a caddy in golf, what's the job of a caddy in golf? Think about it. A caddy in golf carries the golfer's bags. So it takes pressure off of them, right? A caddy in golf kind of uh, socializes with the player, kind of keeps their focus going the right direction, kind of encourages them. A caddy knows the game, knows the course, knows the golfer, right? A caddy has to sometimes give words of encouragement, maybe to uh, downplay some negative statements and maybe to, or some actions and, and play up some of the others. Don't you see? And fear is our biggest enemy. Fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked. Matter of fact, in our leadership training, uh, in one of our events, what we do is we actually identify the 20 most common blocks to leadership. And we have people actually do battle with that fear because that's what it really comes down to. All these blocks you can put down in this category of fear and doubt. And doubt is basically a byproduct of fear, if you think about it. And our enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And if you think about what is confusion, fear of the unknown, fear of the future. It's like we've got so many fears. And there's a reason we have fear. matter of fact, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I want my children to fear uh, getting into a car with a stranger. I would like to, my kids to fear disrespecting me, disappointing me, and not fear for their life. But fear of dishonoring me, fear of dishonoring God. And so you got to get this with so many other things in life. Fear by itself is not necessarily bad because there are some good uses of fear. We have fear for a reason. If I'm walking down a dark alley with my family, fear tells me that maybe I shouldn't be there, right? Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the Bible says, because if I am afraid of disappointing the Lord, of going against the Lord, that will move me in a direction that is closer to God. Matter of fact, today we're going to cover so many things. And one of the things we're going to cover is neuroassociative conditioning because there's only two driving forces in life. And believe it or not, fear is one of those driving forces in life. And I'm not putting a, a positive or a negative, resourceful or unresourceful. They are two motivating factors neuro conditioning says that there are two motivating factors. The avoidance of pain, moving away from fear, and the desire for pleasure, moving towards something. We're also going to cover that the body releases 63 known chemicals. And fear is a state of mind. It's a chemical response. The body releases chemicals based on three things. And those chemicals make us feel different things. And one of them they can make us feel is fear. But you realize it's just a chemical response. And you realize that fear, like Dr. Susan Jefferson says, comes down to the simple concept that I can't handle it. And once you realize that you can handle it, well, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And the very last segment of today's show I'm going to actually give you a three-step process that I call uh, Moving Beyond Fear in the Decision-Making Process. Because today, we're also going to talk about fear's address. And whenever we move outside of our comfort zone, whenever we push the envelope, whenever we venture outside of the known into the unknown, fear is going to be present. I love the metaphor. In the uh, days of antiquity, when we thought the world was flat, if you look at the old maps of antiquity, you'll see the known world. And then just beyond that, you'll see the sea serpent. And in Latin, it says there might be dragons. And see, that's what fear is. It's the potentiality of something that might happen. It's a form of worry if you think about it. It's the opposite of faith. You can't be a child of God. You can't be living in full faith and have fear. Or at least fear that stops you. Fear that makes you question. Fear that makes you wonder. Because fear is the absence of faith and let when we fear guide us and fear control us, then all of a sudden we're of a different spirit, of a different species. Fear is a normal response to many situations. It's not the fact that we have fear that matters. It's what do we do with fear. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're living your life like it matters, fear is, has to be part of the process. It has to be. It has to be, because whenever you get outside your comfort zone, you're going to experience fear, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of disappointment, whatever things are. Why do you think most people don't step outside of their comfort zone? But what you got to realize is fear is part of the process. Matter of fact, by definition, courage requires the presence of fear. And many people think that successful people do not experience fear, and that is a lie from the pit of hell. We sure do. The difference is we don't let it stop us. We realize that we can feel the fear and do it anyways. As a matter of fact, when we are feeling fear every now and then, it tells you you're pushing your envelope. It tells you you're growing. It tells you that you're doing something different, something beyond normal. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. We'll be back in three minutes.
8: All at lakeitmatters.net.
1: Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitionS.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools. See frequently asked questions about the program and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitionS.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitionS.com.
5: I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar.
6: You take your breath, stop you in your steps. Welcome back to
7: Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about fear and calling it out as the liar that it is. Fear is a liar. And if you miss any of this radio show, all you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And you can listen to it again and again and again at your own leisure. And you can listen to many other uh, archive messages as well. We are national. We are international. We got listeners all over the world. And if you stumbled onto this radio program and you don't know how you found it, the easiest way is to go to iHeartRadio. Just app on your phone, app on your computer, and all you got to do is query Wellness Radio one five seven zero Wellness Radio fifteen seventy. That's our association with the uh, uh, the radio station in Minneapolis, and there you will hear us every Monday through Friday from nine to ten a.m. Central Standard Time, and replayed from five to six p.m. Central Standard Time. We're in lots of local markets in Minneapolis uh, and St. Paul area or in St. Louis. And our brand new uh, local audience is Richmond, Virginia. You can listen to us in Richmond uh, every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. on AM 1290 and FM 103.3. And if you want any information on our leadership training where I'll teach you how to deal battle with fear, where I'll teach you uh, how to function at a high level in the presence of fear and watch as it dissipates, watch as it goes away, all you got to do is go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And today we are talking about fear is a liar. There's a reason we have fear. Every f- emotion we have, we were g- it was given to us for a purpose. The problem is fear tends to shut people down. Fear tends to be the hammer uh, in everybody's toolbox that most people, that's the only tool they have. They use it for everything. kind of reminds me of a, uh, I guess you'd call it a poem. I don't know. It doesn't rhyme much, but it's called a poem by Raymond Carver. It's called Fear. Fear of seeing a police car pull into the drive. Fear of falling asleep at night. Fear of not falling asleep at night. Fear of the past rising up. Fear of the present taking flight. Fear of the telephone that rings in the dead of night. Fear of electrical storms. Uh, fear of the cleaning woman who has a spot on her cheek. Fear of dogs I've been told why. Won't buy. Fear of anxiety. Fear of having to identify the body of a deer, dead friend. Uh, fear of running out of money. Uh, fear of having too much, uh, though people will not believe this. Fear of psychological profiles. Fear of being late and fear of arriving before anyone else. Fear of my children's handwriting on envelopes. Uh, fear they'll die before I do, and then I'll feel guilty. Fear of having to live with my mother in her old age and mine. A uh, fear of confusion. Fear this day will end up on an unhappy note. Fear of walking, walking up to find you're gone. A uh, fear of not loving, and fear of not loving enough. Fear that what I love will prove lethal to those I love. Fear of death. Fear of living too long. Fear of death. Oh, I've said that. That's actually the poem, just let you know. <laughs> But that really is, to a lot of people, the reality. Matter of fact, what is this? Um, uh, www.fearof.net. Phobia list. The ultimate list of phobias and fears. This is just the top 100. But I have heard, I think it's Dr. Uh, Jensen, or uh, I think it's uh, Dr. Jensen, he said there's uh, like 2,000 fears. But here's this: the, the top list of fears. Now the bottom of it is, it's the top 100 fears. 100 is taphophobia, the fear of being buried alive. ouch. Uh, number 99 is myrmacophobia, the fear of ants. Wow. Uh, wow, that's not as common as arachnophobia, but may feel just as intense. Uh, Kinemortophobia, the fear of zombies. We got a zombie apocalypse. Scolicyphobia, the fear of worms. Wow. Uh, Thalassophobia, the fear of the ocean. Coasterphobia, the fear of roller coasters. Ombrophobia, the fear of rain. How about this one? The fear of numbers. Numerophobia, the fear of getting rid of stuff. Disposophobia, oh my gosh. The fear of light. Photophobia. This is from the 100 down. Now, the very top on this list, and I've seen the list before, the number one fear was uh, uh, public speaking. Number two was burning death by fire. This is a much different list. I saw that about 25 years ago. Uh, So here on this phobia list from fearof.net, it says the number one fear in the world. Ready for this? Arachnophobia. Fear of spiders affects women four times more, 48% of women and 12% of men. Number two, believe it or not, fear of snakes. And then fear of heights is number three, acrophobia, agoraphobia, the fear of open and crowded spaces, cynophobia is number five, fear of dogs. So think about this, the top five fears, the top five fears, fear of spiders, fear of snakes, and fear of dogs. And the other one's heights, and the other one's crowded spaces. Wow. You see, we're around people, and we're fearful. And so fear is part of life. And so I want you to know, it's one of those things that you don't want to run from fear. One thing we have to learn is how to function in the presence of fear. You know, I think it was uh, Jensen Franklin who wrote a great book called Fear Fighters. Fear Fighters. And that's really what we should be. If we're going to be warriors, we should be fighting through the fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of risking, uh, fear of wanting to be liked, you know, all that. Fear is a part of the process. So the lie is that successful people don't experience fear. That is a lie. Successful people experience fear and do it anyways. That's why I like to reference that book by Dr. Susan, Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. Because three levels down, Doctor, uh, she says that fear comes down to a simple concept. I can't handle it. What do you think? The fear of spiders. If there's a spider there, I can't handle it. What if he bites me? What if he's scared? Whatever. Fear of snakes, I can't handle it. Panic, uh, they'll bite me, whatever. I can't handle it. And once you realize that you can handle it, well, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And by the way, that is the definition of courage. So many people lack self-confidence. They lack courage. And they want to read books on self-confidence and courage. And they want to listen to speakers talk about self-confidence and courage. That's not where you get it. You're not going to get it from a book. You're not going to get it from a speaker. You're going to get it in the arena. That's why one of my favorite quotes, uh, you know, we end our graduation with. It says, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, gorgeous, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small doesn't serve this world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all born to make manifest the glory of God. That's in all of us, not just in some of us, but it's in each and every one of us. And as we let our own light shine... We consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That's a quote I share at the end of graduation over and over and over. And off the top of my head, I've said it so many times that it just flows out of me. You know, from the book Fear Fighters by uh, Gentizen Franklin, quote, says, I believe one of the wealthiest places in the world is the graveyard. How many people have taken their potential for writing a book, composing music, curing disease, or inventing a vital instrument to the grave with them because of fear? False evidence appearing real. How many people never achieve anything because they are afraid they will look foolish even attempting it? Fear of failure makes you hide from opportunity. To fail, according to Webster, means to fall short to be unsuccessful, to disappoint expectations, to be inadequate or become bankrupt. According to that definition, the failure rate of the human race is 100%. And he goes on to say, when you think of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, or Albert Einstein, you probably do not remember their failures. You remember their contributions to the world. Yet yeah, how would history be chained if their successes had been aborted Because they quit when they first failed. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not as successful as you want to be, it's because you haven't failed enough. And yet so many people are afraid of failure. And one of the things that we can do with this word called failure to remove fear from it is reframe it. That's where being under construction matters. What if instead of something is called failure, what if it's called feedback? Because there are people that are afraid of constructive criticism without doubt. But most people... Most people are open to feedback. And I want you to think about this is where the etymology comes in. If you have an outcome that is less than the desired outcome, in other words, you quote failed. However, you learn from that outcome and you do better next time. Was that a failure? And I would posit that it wasn't. You know, you probably heard this before. How often is a plane off off course when it leaves from San Francisco on its way to Hawaii? And the answer I've heard is most of the time it's off course. But what it's doing, it's sending signals to towers and getting feedback and readjusting and readjusting. And if you look at true success, it has to overcome a lot of failures. I used to be in the sales field. I used to hear the thing, remember, you got to get nine no's in order to get a yes. So when you get that first no, is that a failure? When you get that fifth no, is that a failure? When you get that seventh no, is that a failure? Would you call Thomas Edison a failure? Supposedly he came up with somewhere between 1,000 and 10,000 ways not to do a light bulb. Would you call Sam Walton a failure? You probably know Sam Walton. Maybe his store is Walmart. Would you call Colonel Sanders? You know Colonel Sanders, KFC chicken, a, a failure. How about Mary Kay? You know Mary Kay Cosmetics, right? How about Abraham Lincoln? You know the 16th president of the United States, right? Most of the people I just mentioned had so much failure before, and very little, if any, success before they were 50 years old. But they never gave up. They kept relenting. They were unrelenting, I should say. They kept being intestinally fortified, moving forward, pushing through. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar.
6: When he told you you were trouble, you'll forever be alone. When he told you you should run away, you never find a home. When he told you you were dirty.
8: PANCAN.ORG Together we sing better Together we sing better hand, in
4: hand Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand in hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. And one thing I want to tell you, I'm not lying, I want you to like me on Facebook, please. Just go to facebook.com slash radio. And there you will be able to like us on Facebook. And please, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at any time you want, Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, M-R-B-L-A-K, at LikeItMattersRadio.com. LikeItMattersRadio.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear what you think about the radio show. If you want anything I share uh, on the radio, you can email me and request it. If you want me to cover certain topics, you can email me and request it. And I'd love to hear from you. If you want to give me a call, you can reach me at my office, 817-502-1554. That's 817-502-1554. And today we are talking about fear is a liar. One of my favorite acronyms, acronyms for fear uh, is false evidence appearing real. There's a few of them. False emotions about reality, I like that one too. But false evidence appearing real is one of my favorite acronyms. And let me tell you how fear is a liar. Let me give you a real good understanding. What I want you to do is hold out your right hand in front of you. And if you've done this before, I want you to do it as you're doing it for the first time. Who cares if you got the t-shirt? Who cares if you've heard this before? The mother of success is repetition. I promise you, LeBron James doesn't shoot three free throws. He shoots hundreds. He doesn't shoot five jump shots. He shoots thousands. You got to get this. Anybody that's great at something is great because they do it over and over and over and over and over and over. and over. They master it, and they do it as if they're doing it the first time with that same excitement, with that same openness, with that same um, willingness to learn and grow. And so I want you to do this. If you're driving, please don't do this. Always be safe. But when you can do this, do this. I want you to experience it for yourself. I want you to hold your right hand out in front of you. And I want you to cup it. Because in your hand, I want you to imagine that you're holding a freshly cut lemon. I sliced it in half. I mean, there's lemon juice dripping off the side. I want you to put it up to your nose and take a big, deep whiff with your nose. Smell the lemon. Now I want you to open your mouth and take a huge bite out of that lemon if you really did it, you probably got this sour, puckered up look on your face. If you really did it, you're probably, underneath your tongue, saliva is welling up because that's where your salivary glands are. on. Your mouth is filling up with spit. Uh, if you really did it, you probably still got that little sour look on your face. And my question to you, rhetorically, without an answer, is why the sour face? Why is your mouth filling up with saliva? Why are you still puckered up looking like that? And your response, if you did respond, but I told you not to because it's rhetorical. That's what that means. My next question to you was, what's sour? There's nothing in your hand. Put it down. You look weird. Don't you get it? If you look at your hand right now, there's no lemon in your hand. But if you truly did what I talked you into doing and imagine that lemon, then your body acted as if. Your face puckered up. Your mouth squinted. Your saliva glands began excreting, even though there was no lemon there. Why? Because your mind acted as if, because you have an experiential aquarium, because you know what a lemon looks like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, because you have history, because you have a past. That is false evidence appearing real. But that is how we work. It's the ultimate goal setting, this simple concept to act as if. As if. When you're setting goals, the three steps to becoming your dreams are want it, create it, live it. I covered it in yesterday's shows. And one of that is want it, create it, live it. It's about want and desire. But you got to know what you want. And you got to be emotionally involved with it. And so fear is just a chemical response. But so is excitement. So is nervousness. So is adrenaline. Don't you get it? It's not the fact that you experience fear. It's what you do with fear. matter of fact, I'm going to challenge you. If you're living the proper life, if you're living a life that's under construction, if you're living a life of significance, you're going to experience fear. And you've experienced in the past. Thousands of them. Thousands of them. I got this from Mark Batterson from a book called In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. Great book. Highly recommend it. He talks about unlearning unlearning fear, unlearning other stuff. And he says, quote, unlearning requires more than just rewiring our brains. We have to use our new knowledge to face our fears and conquer them. He says, quote, according to psychiatric reference books, there are approximately 2,000 classified fears. 2,000 classified fears. Those documented fears run the gamut. Everything from... Triscadecophobia, the fear of the number 13, to the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. There's even a phobia-phobia, phobophobia, sorry, the fear of acquiring a phobia. He goes on to say what's interesting is that psychiatrists posit that we're born with only two innate fears. Did you hear that? So we have 2,000 fears out there that we know of. And ps- psych- psychiatrists, believe that we're only created born with two inborn fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, put a, a newborn baby in your palm of your hands or both hands, and then bring your hands down kind of like they're falling, even though they're not, that baby will kick its arms and legs out. It's like in one of our classes, we do a trust fall where you have people climb up about six uh, feet up, And then they fall backwards in the arms of their team. And part of the falling person's responsibility is to hug themselves, is to tuck their arms in a certain way because of this innate fear. Because our natural reaction when we're falling is to stick our arms out and flail our legs to stop ourselves from falling. The problem is if you got people on either side of you down below wanting to catch you, you're going to blacken eyes, you're going to bust noses. You're going to bloody some noses. Why? It's because we have this fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Don't you see? We are created for peace, even though we are, we are created into chaos. We are created for peace. Because the other natural fear is the fear of loud noises. And his last closing sentence says this. This means that every other fear is learned. And more importantly, that means that every other fear can be unlearned. Don't you get it? It's all a bunch of BS. BS. I don't mean the stuff that we step in in the fields in Texas that cattle are moving around in. I'm talking about belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And so this is from uh, words from uh, David Darbyshire. Fear of you, fear of me, fear of others. Fear you cannot see, you cannot smell fear or taste fear, you cannot hear fear, also not touch fear, but everyone feels fear. How is this possible when you cannot touch, smell, taste, or hear fear? I have a fear of not knowing the answer. See, we can't even put fear. I mean, you can't can't see fear. You can see how it shows up. You can smell chemical response from somebody who's sweating because they're afraid. When it's not real, you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't feel it, you can't taste it. Those are things that make things real. And what you got to know is there are two driving forces in life. It's called neuroassociative conditioning. There is the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. Don't you hear it? Fear. Now the key is these are motivators. These are not demotivators. And we're either motivated by one or the other. I don't think there's a value and one's better than the other. Matter of fact, I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you my gut feeling is the fear of something, moving away from something, is probably a much more powerful fear, motivator. I mean, just look at the political world. Nothing sells like bitterness. Nothing gets more people involved like hate So many people are hating on Donald Trump that they're going to the polls to vote for people that they don't agree with any of their positions, but just so they're not going to support Donald Trump. Don't you see? That's a much bigger motivator than moving towards something you want, something you desire. You got one party running on change and and everything that they're going to do, and the other party running on uh, running against that other guy just hate. They don't know what the other party's for. I just know they're against Trump. Don't you see? There are two driving forces in life. We're either moving towards something, something positive, something good, being successful, or being happy, or having a good marriage, or having healthy kids. I'm not downplaying that. It's great. But the other motivating factors is fear of being abandoned, um, fear of uh, being homeless, Uh, Fear of not being accepted. Uh, Fear of being fired. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fear of getting into a car with a stranger. Don't you get it? The whole part of habits that you got to get is that there's a reward. And if you think about it, when you realize how to study patterns that there's always a reward built in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't have started running the pattern in the first place. That's now unconscious. And so if there's a reward, there's also a punishment. And so if you think about it, Neurosocial Condition is taking that one outcome, whether it's a reward or a punishment, and using that as the driving force. And when you study The Power of Habits, a great book by Charles Duhigg. You realize the key to changing any habit or creating any habit is that reward knowing what's the payoff. And that is the same thing with neurosocial conditioning. Remember, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And these chemicals are released based on three things. Number 1, what we're thinking about. What's going on in our head. Number 2, our breathing. And number 3, our physiology specifically our eye placement in relation to said physiology. And we're functioning in fear, let's be honest, our breath is shallow. And we're thinking about things that are not good. So what do you think the chemicals that your body's releasing? So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network.
6: When he told you you were troubled, you'll forever be alone. When he told you you should run away, you would never find a home. When he told you you were dirty, you should be ashamed.
3: Investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
4: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis May 24th through the 26th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
9: If old man winter left you with a cracked or chipped windshield, call Advantage Auto Glass today, 952-423-6396, or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, and I'll replace your windshield with the highest quality parts and adhesives. With free mobile service, we'll come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. And I back it with a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. And if you call your agent or your claims line, make sure to ask for Advantage Auto Glass because not all glass companies are created equally. At Advantage, we make quality easy. So call us today at 952 423 6396. That's 952 423 6396 or visit us on the web at replacemywindshield.com. That's replacemywindshield.com.
7: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application i am mr black and please don't keep us a secret share this radio station with other people my goal is to change this world one person at a time and if we're going to change our lives ladies and gentlemen and keep the change we must change our thinking And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. And this poem from Robert Williams Service, it says this, I know how father's strap would feel if ever I were caught. So mother's jam I did not steal, though theft was in my thought. Then turned 14 and full of pitch of love I was afraid, and did not dare to to dally with our pretty parlor maid. And so it is and always was the path of rectitude, I followed all my life because the parson said I should. The dread of hellfire held me straight when I was wont to stray, and though my guts I often hate, I walk the narrow way. I might have been a bandit or a Casanovish blade, but always I have prospered for I have always been afraid. Aye, fear's behind the best of us and schools us for success, and that is why I'm virtuous and happy more or less. So let me hail that mighty power that goes me to be good and makes me cannily to cower amid full hearted hood, Though I be criminal in gain, my virtue a veneer, I thank the God who keeps me sane and shields me from distress and pain and thrusts me on to golden gain, almighty fear. That's a great poem. Great poem. I love this. So let me hail... hail that mighty power that goads me to be good, wow, wow. and makes me cannily to cower amid full hardy hood. That is such a powerful line. Goads keep us on course. Goads push us in a direction. You got to get this. Fear does not have to be a bad thing. I want my children to fear disappointing me. I want my kids, my little kids, to fear getting in a car with a uh, someone they don't know. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, I talk a lot about Dr. Susan Jeffers, and you got to know she says that there are five truths about fear you need to know. She says, fear truth number one, the fear will never go away as long as you continue to grow. Remember, I talk about this. You can always find fear. It's right outside your comfort zone. We live in this comfort zone, but let's be honest. It's not comfortable at all. It's familiar. And people would rather live in familiar pain than freedom. Outside of that zone called comfort is the zone called fear. False evidence appearing real. Fear is always right outside your comfort zone. And so if you're going to be pushing your comfort zone, fear will never go away as long as you continue to grow. And by the way, outside of that zone called fear is another zone called panic. Panic. The key to life is to consistently push your comfort zone. So what used to elicit some fear now becomes familiar, and what used to elicit panic, elicit panic just becomes, elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, it's just a chemical response, and that is the definition of courage, then you can keep moving forward. Fear truth number two, she says, the only way to get rid of fear of doing something to go out, is out and do it. In my training, it's a very intense environment. And I don't want people to do uh, diminishing techniques, you know, laughing and making jokes and encouragement. I want people to learn how to function at a high level in a fearful, stressful environment. Because when that happens, everything changes. What happens is fear goes away. Once you learn how to function at a high level in that that zone called fear, fear goes away. It actually becomes your brand new comfort zone. Fear truth number three, uh, Dr. Susan Jeffers says, the only way to feel better about yourself is to go out and do it. Certain things you can't get by a lecture. Certain things you can't get by a book. Certain things you only get in the fiery furnace. You only get in the arena. You know, the credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and tears, who strives valiantly. Who comes up short again and again, who knows the great devotions, the great enthusiasms, and spends themselves in a worthy cause, who, at the worst, if they fail, at least while while daring, daring greatly. So their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. That's a rough shot quote off the top of my head from Teddy Roosevelt called Courage. When you learn how to function in this zone called fear, it goes away. It becomes your brand new comfort zone. Fear truth number four. Not only are you afraid when facing the unknown, so is everyone else. So I love the Bible. The Bible says, you know, don't think that the temptation, the struggle you're going through, other people have experienced this. God's giving you a way out. You just got to look for it. It's right in front of you. Resist the devil and he will flee. Whatever you're going through right now, other people went through before. you got to know you're not alone. That's what the Bible's telling you. The same thing here. Not only are you afraid when facing them, so is everyone else. This should be a relief. You're not the only one out there feeling fear. You're not the only one. Now, if you let it stop you, you join a big group of people. But if you feel the fear and do it anyways, push through, don't let fear stop you step up in that place called courage, you're going to realize there's not many people in that place. And fear truth number five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the bigger underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. This is where neuro conditioning comes in. This is where you got to program yourself and just make yourself believe that, boy, the pain is going to be so much worse as I let this fear stop me than if I just push through it. And so I want to give you, before we go, because we've only got about four minutes left in the show, give you three things three steps moving beyond fear in the decision making process three step process write this down or go to likeitmattersradio.com later and relisten this radio show and write it down number 1 make your outcome compelling you got to know what you want you got to have desire you got to be stirred up there's got to be emotional involvement why do you want this remember we're dealing with neurology here you got to get yourself emotionally involved why do you want to accomplish what you're doing remember if we're going to move through fear in the decision making process deeper meaning you got to go beyond the surface you got to find a real path what's the reward bigger than you got to create a big reward you got to create an emotion an emotional connection you got to burn for it make the benefits outweigh the cost remember nietzsche i don't care for who he was but one of my favorite sayings he said he who has a why can bear almost any how you got to make your why big so the hows are small number two become your own defense attorney you need to prepare a proper defense. You know, O.J. Simpson just got out of jail. And whether you agree he did it or didn't do it, one thing we all agree is he had a great defense team. We need to be our own defense team. We've got to remember, but we've got to remember the right things. We've got to remind ourselves in the p- things in the past where we overcame. Successful people remember their successes. And we must remind ourselves over and over in dire times. The whole story of David and Goliath, why David was successful against a nine-foot, nine-inch giant as a little boy is because David remembered. He had fought in that valley before. He had slain the lion and the bear with a slingshot. So so, so sometimes we got to create what I call an AOP, an auditory override program, so we can be our own defense attorney. We got to challenge the lie in our head. We got to become our own defense attorney. And number three, on the three steps moving beyond fear in the decision-making process is feel the fear and do it anyways. Successful people don't lack fear; they feel the fear and do it anyways. They get rid of that thing that I can't handle it because that's what fear comes down to. You will have to realize that fear is always going to come back, and then you can laugh at it, you can mock at it, you can blow on it like you blow on a dandelion; it just goes away. You won't ever totally defeat fear because anytime we step outside of our comfort zone, that's where we're going to experience fear. It's a chemical response. You can in the moment, you can overcome an experience. But you gotta be active involved. You don't let fear take hold. You don't buy into fear's lie. You don't listen to the narrative in your head that's saying you're gonna struggle, this outcome, this outcome. You've got to keep pushing that. Keep pushing that comfort zone because outside that comfort zone is false evidence appearing real. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, you become more comfortable, more familiar in that zone. And so now what used to make you afraid is comfortable. And then you step out, the things that used to panic you, that used to shut you down, that used to freak you out. Now you realize it just elicits a little bit of fear. And you know the routine. You feel the fear and you do it anyways. You get an auditory override program. You program yourself. Because fear is a liar. And you need to have some truth therapy. You got to confront the lie with the truth. And so as we end this program today, I'd like to leave with Zach Williams singing, Fear is a Liar.
10: Your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I am the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week, We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132.
7: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9